today we are talking about success and how crazy and big that word is and sometimes how unattainable it is and how important sometimes it is to not attain success um, and to really just sit back. And so I went ahead and probably around August stopped chasing success, stopped chasing money and goals and all those things and just like really looked inward at self-growth and happiness and alignment and really just started to try to figure out how to get through the depths of this and how to fully feel it and process it before we moved on. And so that shift really allowed me to better understand the lows of the entirety of this year um, and maybe not understand, but maybe not like take it on for the rest of my life. Right. And so, you know, today as we're starting to gear up for 2021, which I went ahead and said, there's no guarantee (laughs) of 2021, by the way. Um, But today as we're starting to gear up for that and for what that's going to look like, maybe we approach it with less of a success focused mantra. um, And maybe we start to dive into the work of ourselves and the work of the alignment of what success looks like to you. And really redefine that as you start to chase down and write new goals and, and dreams for yourself. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You know, this whole journey, the entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine, feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough that I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to what was meant to be my destiny. And now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that I could have never expected starting this a year ago. Starting to just show up and ask questions. And if you wanna start all the way back in season one, you can start there. If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream, taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. 
And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you keep growing. That's what the Death of a Dream podcast is all about. We're so grateful that you're here. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You found us. We're all here loving on each other, supporting one another, just really changing the world. Seriously, we can't even help it. Um, if you hear some crinkling, it's because I'm undoing this paper for my great thing. Um, because I had to. I can't even not. Um, so a lot of great things, really. Uh, we'll go ahead and dive into our great things. This is where you ground yourself in your greatness. We can't move forward without it. It has to happen. It has to happen here. It has to happen there. It has to happen everywhere. I do like great things on a boat. I do like great things on a moat. Um, I do like great things in ham. I do, I do, Sam, I am. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> tons of great stuff, obviously. Like we just ended from a little bit of a holiday and rest and a little bit of recovery. And hopefully some of you had that. And while some of you maybe didn't, maybe it was a little more hectic. And hopefully here you can rest a little bit because this is like the week of nothingness basically and this week used to be so frustrating to me <laughs> because most people would like just be out for like the last two weeks of the year and I would always like want to use that time to start really building and planning and moving and what I began to realize is that the regular working world where I was um, pretty much stopped moving after Thanksgiving and everything pretty much needed to come to a halt. And I had to just be okay with that. And that wasn't every single place that I worked with, but most places were just like, okay, we're just going to haul it on up to the holidays and chill out. And this week specifically, the one between New Year's and Christmas was always a shutdown. And I was always just there like, okay, everybody's out. What am I supposed to do? Like, I want to move. I need emails. I need people to respond. I need, and no one did. Anyways, so we're building up, but last week was wonderful and restful and restorative for me anyways. Um, it was just nice to kind of slow the holiday down a little bit. We kind of spread it out, um, which is very unusual for us because our family both my husband and I come from large families, large families who have um, divorced. And so that means we have like an insane amount of parent groupings, which means we have an insane amount of um, holiday things to attend every year, every holiday. Um, and it's such a blessing, uh, but it also means that we are very busy for holidays and they usually don't equate to rest and recovery for us because it usually means running 
and madness. Um, but this year it was a little bit more spread out, you know, due to, I don't know, the global pandemic that we're all going through. Um, so it was a little bit more restful and a little crazy to just kind of sit places for a long amount of time. Yeah. Taking a deep gulp with that one. That was craziness. Okay. So my great thing is yesterday, even though everything has been great, duh, we call it into our lives. Um, yesterday, my daughter made me this and she's been making me things. And if you're on video, you can see, um, it's backwards, but it says you made it with a bunch of explanation points. It's in all caps. Like I can even imagine her yelling it at me. And when she handed that to me, I was just like, did I, did I, you know, but when you start to look at your life from a child's eyes, they don't know. And maybe that's how we all need to approach it, right? Maybe that's how we all need to approach success. Like what does made it look like? What does success look like to you? Right. And for her success looks like her mom being happy, her mom being here when she is here. Um, her mom just enjoying the things that she does so much that it, it radiates and she can just tell, right? Because there's no like Emery here, mom made it. These are the numbers that we needed to get to. These are the stats we were trying to collect. This is what it looks like to make it. I made it right. She can just feel the change in energy. And that's what I think we need to look at as the measure from here on out. And, um, you know, like what, a, what a gift for, for her to realize it for, you know, my husband to realize it for hopefully my family to even realize what a change in person this is, um, that they, they recognize it. And so my great thing is just that my daughter believes that I've made it. And so do I like this, this wasn't a quest on becoming rich and famous and having all the listeners and likes and shares. Um, this was a quest on becoming happy and doing things that inspire me and move me and working with people who do the same. Like that's what this movement is about. This isn't about anything other than that. Success not required, right? Like happiness, that's the end goal. Happiness and radiating joy and being the person and being in the energy state that you know is true to you and being able to operate there for more hours of the day than you could before. And that's, that's what made it is, right? Like figuring out what it is that you want to go after and then going after it. There really isn't a, a measure of success because everything happens when it's supposed to. And so the measure of success really is the energy. And I can tell you for six months plus a little bit. Um, 
every day was like waking up, having to just like pad and infuse my body with just energy pills to go to, to do anything. So like, it looked like, um, a pre-workout in the morning to go work out, to get moving. And then probably by about 10 o'clock, I'd have to have coffee or something. And then usually by about two o'clock when I was doing pickup, like I had to have an energy pill or coffee or something just to like walk, like just to live. And you know, it helped. It definitely got me through that low, but like that was just, there was a lot of of negative energy. There was a lot of stuff that was kind of pulling me down and back. And there was a lot of stuff that I was working through. And now hopefully we're on the other side of that because that isn't happening anymore. And I'm not like falling asleep every second of the day. So, you know, you can feel obviously my kids can feel the shift without me even explaining what happened. Like they just know and they can feel it. And that's the greatest thing ever. That's, that's one of the goals, right? To show up as the person that I need to be for them. The person that I wish that I had had growing up. Right. And that's, that's my great thing. Go ahead, take time for yourself, recognize yourself for your great thing, do whatever you need to find yourself. Okay, so today, right, I I saw some posts, I saw like a couple of different coaches that I follow and talk about and they're like all about all the things that they did in 2021 and how it it was still an amazing year. And I'm here for it. No doubt. Right. Like it was, um, a lot of things happened, but this is what I'm here to talk about today. Success, like the normal confines of success, the posting of different stats, the posting of job promotions, the posting of whatever, Like whatever everyone accomplished, I want you to stay out of that. Okay? That's amazing. I'm here to tell you it's okay if it was low and you worked through a lot of stuff. Because here's the thing. On the other side of that, we're going to find that success portion. Or maybe we stop measuring it that way. Right? Maybe we just start measuring what makes us feel good and whole and what we want to do and start following that and see how the energy shifts, right? See if we're showing up as a less spiteful, hateful human being. Sorry, I don't mean to offend you with those words. That's just literally like that's been my journey. That's exactly where I was at. And so here for it. Um, but like, let's just test it that way. Do you feel better? Do you feel closer? What does it look like for you to be more aligned with the person you envision yourself being? Because 
here's the thing, right? And we've talked about this with identity, that it's ever changing, that it's going to look like it different all the time. And so it's not even, gosh, I watched the movie Soul on Disney, which like, if you haven't watched it, definitely add it to your playlist, especially if you're doing this kind of work, um, like listening to this podcast and kind of searching for your dreams. It, it's just such a, a beautiful description of spiritual and soul work. And I think that's really what we're talking about. And you know, so often we try to measure success, which is what we're told to do, right? And we have to have those, right? That's how we see if we got anywhere. Um, and trust me, like I was a strategist. If there was not a number to it and a statistic and some form of measurement, like I wasn't interested. So I'm all for that. We have to have measurable data so that we can tell and communicate what we're trying to accomplish. When you're talking about your self-work, inevitably it's ever-changing, right? Like I could show up today, I could do this podcast and it could make me super happy. And in two years, it could feel completely burnout and not aligned at all. And then we would just change. So it's important, right, for me to not allow this to be my only identity, right? To not so blindly chase after this one thing that I can't see anything else just because it makes me happy. It makes me happy, but it's not the only thing, right? And sometimes we can chase something so crazily and I'll say early on, that's what I was doing. Like, this is it, this is it, this is it and everything else needs to fall by the wayside. This is going to be it. I, every, everything else doesn't really matter to this. This is my thing. This makes me feel good. I want to do this all the time. This is the only thing. And it isn't, right? There's so much more than just this. Now, did I find a medium that I absolutely love? Did I find something that I'm truly passionate about and want to continue doing? Yes. But there's more. And there's more. And so that, what is the more? What is, what else makes you happy. It's not singular. What else kind of sets you on fire? And it's so funny because that for me has been changing, you know, for a very long time. It was volleyball. Now, I think that was because, you know, I really didn't give myself other acceptable outlets. I didn't really test anything else. I got good at that or successful at that. And I ran with that as long as I could. Plus it was just easier to exist there. People accepted my passion and my excitement um, and my fire for life there. And so, duh, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> it was the only place that I could fully be me somewhere. And when that wasn't really possible, um, I had to start looking at other options. And that sort of looked like this, that looked like maybe experimenting with podcasting or definitely experimenting with 
creativeness as a whole. Um, because that was always a side that I guess I never really allowed myself to experiment with, right? That's too dangerous. There's no way to be successful there. Um, you, you need to live within the confines of what acceptable creativity looks like. And it just wasn't working. It was too boxed in, right? And I was told for such a long time that that really, there really was no way to live the way that I wanted to. And I think where people go wrong in telling you that is that they have their own measure of what success looks like. And that doesn't necessarily have to equate yours, right? Success for me, it looks like being happy and helping others. And so, you know, if success, if according to the person who told me that I couldn't be successful, if according to them, their success looked like making a lot of money and being there for their family, right? Then that success isn't going to align with mine. And so their opinion of what I want really isn't helpful, <laughs> right? And it really hurts my trajectory if I listen. And so I think like, let's start taking success off the table. Okay, we're going to go ahead and not serve that for this, this meal this year. And so we're starting to ramp up and starting to like, okay, what are we going to do in 2021? I'm just saying like, there is no promise that 2021 looks that much different from 2020. So can we go ahead and not hype up this year and cheers to 2021 and throw 2020 away? Because 2020, not a wasteland. You know, I know a lot of crazy stuff happened. I know no one, like, trust me, if anyone didn't reach their success goals, it's this gal right here, like left her job to pursue a career in creative entrepreneurship, mostly, right, banking on this idea that there would be speaking engagements and yeah, you can go ahead and, and chalk all of the speaking engagements off that would have happened or been available. Not a thing, 2021. And so, right, but that wasn't the target, right? That wasn't how we were measuring success. The success looked like Hannah being happy and figuring out how to navigate this and build this. And so... I think sometimes we just blindly chase that thing, right? And had that been what success was for me, making a ton of money, I probably would have given up, right? But I knew that that eventually was going to come and that it just wasn't, it wasn't what success was looking for me in this season right? And it changes, it shifts eventually. Yeah. Do I want to make money and do things? Yeah. Was that a possibility for this year with what I wanted to do? No. And not because it wasn't possible, right? There were a ton of ways to go do that, to go build something, to go do it. Um, 
for me, it was like, we needed to sit with this. We needed to sit with this and really decide where we wanted to end up and what I wanted to do, right? And not just dive in at the first thing that was going to make me money or make me in normal terms successful. Because that's where we get lost. That chasing of what normal success looks like, the posting of all the the things to show someone that we made it and that we're important. Like everything that is supposed to find you is going to find you inevitably. And so, yeah, you, you got to post and you got to do the things, but like at the end of the day, it's just, it's timing and destiny essentially. I know that seems crazy. So your biggest focus is like, get your energy right. Figure out what it is that you want. Like, what are you going after? You know, for me, it was just like, I'm going after trying to find myself in the things that are going to light me up and get me excited to wake up every day and go to work. And like, what is that? What does that look like? Who is that person? What does she do? What is she about? What is her light? Where does it shine? Where do I want it to shine? And these are all the things, right, that are important to me right now in this season. And I hadn't focused on that for so long that it took like a very focused, intentional year of figuring out what that was. Um, and most of that was within the working world, but the other half of it was really just in silence and like depths of creating and recreating a a human being, right. And sitting long enough with that silence to really understand where we wanted to stand and to remove myself from any of the identities that I believed were true and serving me or not. So today, today, as we start to rebuild, as we start to refigure out what we're going to do, what's the goal? Like, let's set the goals a little bit differently this year. Okay. And while maybe happiness isn't measurable, maybe we measure it by people's responses to us, right? And like our response to the world. Like usually I would have spent most of my holidays coming up with just like very on the spot, snarky comments and jokes back to people. And I caught myself wanting to go back to that world a couple of times. And most of the time it didn't fly probably like one or two, but most of my holidays were spent like viciously demeaning people. I know, right? Like good thing she's speaking to all of us because she's going to really help us. (laughs) But I think two things, right? And I thought about this a lot this weekend. One, it means right? If you just constantly have your defense up, nobody kind of comes at you. And two, uh, then all the attention is kind of on me, 
right? I shift it back to me. If you are trying to take it because you did something awesome or you're incredible or we need to recognize your kid or you for something like you're getting attention and I'm going to need that back. And so then like, boom, I throw a joke. So then everybody's laughing at me and then boom, it shifts back to me like, oh, Hannah's so funny. And no, but the truth of the matter is like Hannah's not funny. Hannah's trying to attack that so that she can get attention back because she doesn't like that you have stolen the attention, right? And that you're doing incredible things. And I feel extremely insecure about the incredible things that you're doing because I don't feel great about anything that I'm doing, right? And that, you know, even a year ago, shoot, even six months ago, that was like the mental headspace that I was in, even doing all of this work. So it's amazing how much you can grow. And, you know, most of my focus intentional work has been with the goal of just being the bright being that I know to be me. Right. And gosh, it's just so crazy because intrinsically, like I'm just a natural optimist. I'm an Enneagram seven, like everything aligns with me being that bright, shiny person but it's, it's crazy how, how dimmed your approach can be and how you can feel like you're aligned, but really have no idea how like off you've gotten. And I just, I, I wasn't even aware of my own toxicity, right? Like, I thought I was just being funny and it was just a joke. And like, that's just what we do. And like, when I really looked at the, the depths in the core of this person, all of that was me hurting and struggling with the fact that nothing I wanted to do came to fruition that I really had never accomplished anything that I really wanted to accomplish. I just was accomplishing things everyone else had sort of given me. And I had, I had failed and I don't know that I ever took the time to really sit with that fact. And I definitely know that I wasn't taking any more chances because failing again seemed like certain demise. And definitely doing something out loud wasn't an option because come on people. No, thank you. Uh, we already did that out loud thing and we failed at that. And now look, everyone thinks that we're stupid and a loser. And so let's not do that again. But here we are living the loudest life and navigation. But I think it all really just comes back to the fact that as you're setting yourself up, I want you to define what success is, not everyone else's interpretation of success, you know, not because Julie down the street drives a Mercedes Benz and she's made it like you have no idea what's behind that. Right. And even if people are telling you something, you can always believe that that's a truth too. And so today, like, let's write off success. 
for a little bit, not forever. Um, really define what you want to what you want success to be. Like, what is your end goal? And I know that we're going against everything, right? And I'm even going against my own self. Sometimes it's not measurable, right? But if we had to put a measure on it, maybe it looks like how many people comment on how different you are, how how happy you seem, or, you know, X, Y, and Z, fill in the blank for whatever you want that response to be to who you're showing up as. But really, you define what that looks like from here on out forever. And it doesn't have to be a long lasting season. Like know that you're going to go in and out of the things that you're chasing, right? So even setting up like a year full of goals, like let's go ahead and break those down a little bit. Let's go ahead and focus on happiness maybe for three months. See if we see any changes. Okay. Yeah, definitely do. Let's keep working on that. Let's keep heading that way. But like stop heading towards success that really isn't aligned with you, right? Or that you didn't even decide. A lot of times success is just passed down, right? The the term success and what success is, is really passed down from generations, from friends, from whoever. And a lot of times we don't take time to interpret and direct what we want success to look like for us. So sit down before you sit down and, and match out your goals and start talking about what you want to accomplish this year. Sit down and really establish what success looks like to you versus what it looks like to everyone else. And it may not be measurable. Yikes. I know. Sorry. I don't mean to offend personal gurus. Um, but maybe just for this season, we're just chasing happiness and light and energy. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, want to check out more on the death of a dream and on me, your host. Uh, You can head over to hannahness.com. That's where you'll find everything everything that there is to know about me, the work that I do, and about where the death of a dream comes from. We have blog posts there. You can sign up for the newsletter, which is basically just a guide on how you navigate through the things that we talk about every week. So head over there. You can also find all of my beautiful guests over on my Instagram. We have YouTube. We have the book. We got all the things. If you want to connect, you have questions, you need more help than we've given you on the podcast, go ahead and head over there. I'd love to connect with you.